treat yourself to an Iceland trip. This is the Wild Eye Podcast. Hey everybody, my name is Jerry, I'm from Wild Eye, and I am very much looking forward to getting back to Iceland. So one of my first big international trips this year is Svalbard, going up to polar bears. I'll be coming back to South Africa on, I think, the 3rd of June, and then a week later I fly up to Iceland, where I'll be joining Mike and some of our Wild Eye guests for our summer edition of the Iceland tour. Mike and I just share some ideas on it, some thoughts. It is absolutely spectacular. And I'm childishly excited to get back to this place. The food's amazing. The photography's amazing. The people are amazing. It really is an incredible, incredible destination. Now, at the end of this podcast, Mike mentions this, and this is the name of the podcast. Treat yourself to an Iceland trip. I would love to share it with you. There, I think there's three spots left, so uh, get in touch. But enjoy this. We speak about scooters and photography and ribs and the penis museum. But uh, you can give, give it a listen. Anyway, if you have any questions, let me know. But for now, enjoy this one. Michael, Cheer. why were you so hot in the office earlier? Jeez, bro. It's a scorching day in Joburg. And you and I were literally geared up and rigged for Iceland. We could have gone immediately. But we could have got on a plane right now. And yeah. we would have been ready. Yes, it was. <laughs> all the layers you can imagine. Uh, gloves, beanies, big, thick jackets. But Why? <laughs> we just wanted to be different, stand out. Well, everyone in the office looked at us, which is, we like attention. <laughs> Actually, sorry, I'm just, see Apple Sammy socks outside the studio there? Oh, those are cool. Uh, it's full, like, that's quite porno, but it's, it's cool. <laughs> is it leopard print? Or is it, it is leopard print. Nice, yeah. he's in it. Yeah. So, Iceland, so the idea with this thing is we shot a bit of a, a fun poke at Iceland and us getting dressed up, because why are we going to Iceland? Exactly. Details, yeah. when? June. Um, it's actually so, not that far away. No, it's actually crazy to think. You, the way it's going. What's the date today? 17th of Feb. Mm. We, February's pretty much done. Yeah. It's gone. Um, and yeah, this year's flying. It is, uh, and June's going to be on us in a matter of <laughs> no months. Time. Yeah. I think the reality as well is suddenly you have to worry when you are going to go for the visa because you're traveling and then yeah, it's with those things, it's like a, click, you're there. Yeah, exactly. And with the, the travel schedule I have building up to Iceland, it's... Yeah. From middle of April, I'm pretty much running. Full. Slammed. Yeah. Were you traveling to Serengeti now? Yeah, myself. On your birthday? Yeah, Johan and I fly out on the 22nd. 22nd, so, so if you guys are listening flight. to this, 22nd, send Mike a happy birthday message. <laughs> um, then you're back from there? Uh, 9th of March, we land back. Mm. Um, back in office on the 14th of March. Mm. And then the 19th, I head out to the Sabi Sand in Mala Mala yeah. for just over a week. Then I'm back for a short stint. Then it's Kenya for 10 nights. Then I'm back for two nights. Then it's Namibia for two You know your, your schedule pretty well. <laughs> then it's, yeah. yeah I've, I've, I actually, I find myself in the evenings looking at my calendar, just trying to suck myself up for how busy it's going to uh, be, um, uh. just to kind of mentally get ready. And like you said, there's so much that has to happen prior to leaving. No. I always check my, my diary and my calendar just to make sure, okay, yeah. I've got so much time to ensure that I can get this done before I leave to go there or whatever it may be. It's scary how that time sneaks up on you. Oh, You'll think, oh, it's crazy. a week in the office, it's fine. And suddenly you get to Thursday and you think, what happened? Mm. It's mad. Yeah. But now Iceland, your last trip was when? Uh, 2020, January. It was just so a was, just before lockdown. Yes, just before lockdown, our very first Iceland trip mm. that you and I hosted together. Um, so yeah, it's been a it's been a minute. <laughs> it's a funny thing. It feel it literally. I mean, talking about it now, it's like it feels like yesterday, but also like a lifetime ago. Yes, yeah. 
mad place. Oh, that place is unreal. Mm. It is unreal. I, I often find myself, and especially like building up to what we filmed in office today, <laughs> and um, I always find myself pondering and uh, reminiscing about those uh. that week yeah. we spent in Iceland. It's just such a beautiful, pristine, and powerful place. Let, let's go forward and back to each. Some of your highlights from that trip go. Like, first thing that pops up. My, okay, I'll start. Okay. I licked a glacier. That was pretty <laughs> sick. That was you posted that recently again. I did. Licking a glacier was fun. Yours. It's your, it's your glacier now. Yes, it is my glacier. I'm going to go claim it back. You can't, lick, gonna, my, you can't lick my glacier. I'm How dare go, you? I'm going to go put my scent on it. I'll lick over it. Oh, and ew. Then it's my... <laughs> um, sure, I think the Northern Lights really blew my mind. There's a pun in there. Blew my mind because we almost blew away that night. <laughs> yes, it was. Hiding behind the bus. I think I'm, I'm, I'm hiding behind the bus, mm. and then even a tripod with a D850 on it was like, and low down to the floor. Yeah. Just wow. No. That, Thanks for that playing. I think it become a serious weapon in that wind. Yo. It was unreal. But th- that was a cool evening because we were sitting inside, and then Chris looked on his big iPad, and it's like this magnetic app that reads the magnetic something, okay, go outside now, and you're like, oh, shit, there it is. Yeah, I remember, we were still sitting, because inside, that, that was at Harley Country Hotel. Yes. We were sitting, eating Pringles, and having a whiskey, and guess we're having a wine, mm-hmm. and we're looking at photographs, it was really a, a cool evening. And I remember sitting indoors, you obviously yeah. it's bloody hot in there. So, you tend to kind of strip down, mm-hmm. and you take your layers off, jacket off, this off, and you're sitting in your um, thermals, or Short pants or whatever. Basically what we had on today. Exa- yeah. <laughs> um, and I remember running out. I didn't even have shoes on. It was snowing That's outside. Right. It was yeah, yeah, up yeah. and windy. And I just ran out to look. And that hill behind Holly Country Hotel yes. was just, it looked like green waves breaking yeah. over this, this mountain. It That's a funny thing. How do you describe, someone asked me, actually Melissa asked me yesterday, how do you describe the Northern Lights? How, and it's, I said to her, like, I don't know, it's like the clouds are melting or something. It's, it does, yeah. It's like a, or like water like colored just, water yeah colored water no. just being pumped over the sky and it's just moving that's and cool i like that yeah it's, it's really um poetry in motion in a sense yeah you know that the the waviness the yeah it's a very difficult thing to describe actually okay um but yeah that that stands out to me because it was mind-blowing it was really a cool yeah. thing but i remember how flipping cold i got because i didn't want to go back inside because now my eyes are locked on to the northern lights yeah. and now it's freezing and yeah. it's like oh, i need to go in and get dressed but i don't want to because what happens if it <laughs> If it runs away, it just floats away. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was really cool. I think another one, just thinking back now, was the, the, the first morning we went to the Diamond Beach. Oh, wow. And what a place. And it's on the last trip, we didn't really have sunrise because it was a summer winter thing. Mm. But there was a moment where we were shooting through the ice towards the water and you had that orange glow Shimmer. on the yeah. other side. Mm. Oh, man. Yeah. So those individual moments, you're like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. It makes Man. you kind of take that step back and just really realize, yeah. like, where am I? Which, do, do, are there some waterfalls that stand out for you? And we're not going to expect you to say those names because there's like 400 letters Jeez. in each word. Yeah, it's, there are some crazy, <laughs> <laughs> crazy names yeah. out there. But it was that second one we had visited. Because the, the first one um, you visit en route as you leave Reykjavik. Yeah. Uh, you can go behind the waterfall, shoot through from oh, yes. yeah, behind yeah, yeah. the waterfall, okay. which is really cool. And yeah. We couldn't access that mm. that year because it was just so snowed in. Yeah. But that second one we went to with that mass wall of water that's just falling. Is, and and it's got on, if you look at the water, it's got the stream on the left. Yeah, the stream on yes. the left, this big bank or yeah. block of ice that you walk on towards mm-hmm. the waterfall. That to me was impressive. Yeah. It is just a sheer that the amount of water that comes flowing over that thing was just I saw, unbelievable. I, actually, while we talk, I'm just going to Google something. 
I heard a ridiculous number of, and it's in the thousands, of how many waterfalls Oh, in Iceland. In Iceland. Why am I thinking it's Should like 10,000? Go. I, I, I don't know if I've got it way wrong here. Okay, let me guess, let me guess, let me guess. guess. Number. How Honest. many waterfalls are there in Iceland? <clears throat> Tell me when you have the figure and I'll throw, I'll throw it out. Okay. I'll, I'll put my guess out there. Okay, go. Okay. 12,321 and a half. They say up to 10,000. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> I <laughs> like the optimism. That's mad though. And if you think of Iceland, it's, it's a big island, mm-hmm. but I mean, jeez. There's like one everywhere. It's, yeah. 10,000 waterfalls. No, that's mad. The, the one, the that interesting is thing is, I can't, I don't know what that water, I can't say these names, but the second one with a stream on the side, we had the ice and stuff. Now, mm. going in June now, you stop there as well. As the first one, actually, because then you can walk all the way around. And behind the waterfall, and you yeah. Behind the water, you've got the sea curve of the, of the, of the, of the, the rock cave, face. rock thing. Yeah. Um, but it's amazing how they keep their attraction winter and summer. But there's two and we'll, we're going to do some videos and stuff on social over the next while uh, on this. But there's two that absolutely blew my mind on the highlands. Yes. Because we only no. went to Vesterhorn on the far side. Mm. And then we came back in the, in, the, in the winter. But in summer, we went all the way around up to the highlands. And the so waterfall the up there, up there yeah. is insane. Mm. It's just, it's too, how do I say this? It's too big and too overwhelming that literally most of the guests get there and they're like, where to start and these what people know do? photography yeah. but like where do I start photographing this mm. how would you suggest someone do that you get to a waterfall and these things are big because you've got the stream coming in there's these basalt rock cliff things these mm. jagged edges you've got the water you've got I, how would you suggest someone photographs that if they don't know how if look I, when I find myself in a in a any scene may it be with wildlife maybe mm. landscape if I'm not sure I don't approach it thinking photographically huh? I push the camera aside I take because that's going to be your first and that's one of my well that is my second highlight of my Iceland adventure is that how everything was just so perfect it was mm. like a movie scene mm. standing in these these scenes it's, I was blown away at yeah. everything I saw there mm. um, and a good thing that I tend to do there is I take a step back I don't think about the photography I just because I mean, landscape's not going to run away. The water's not going to run out. It's not a leopard in a tree. You can't yeah. down. You know, the the waterfall's going to keep flowing. Twenty minutes later, it's still going to go. Mm. So take those few cup, like few minutes, 10, 15, 20 minutes, mm. and just absorb where you are. Yeah. Enjoy it. And during that process, when you're not getting yourself worked up and psyched, I need to take a shot. I need to take a shot. That's going to frustrate you more. Sure. And result in not the best outcome potentially. Yeah. But if you take that. 20, 25 minutes to just soak this area in mm. and enjoy and embrace the moment, yeah. then you're going to start realizing, yo, this angle will work I well. like that. Exactly. Like exactly. Mm. And it's not necessarily, I went to, I hosted a, a guest after my Best of Mana Pools, hosted Mary Schooley in Wangi. Yes. After the fact, but not private. And then we also spent some time in Vic Falls. Mm. And we went and oh, explored yeah. the falls on either side, the Zimbabwe and Zambian side. Mm. And... I mean, standing there, most of the shots you see coming out of areas like Vic Falls mm. or Iceland, these waterfalls and these landscapes, people think we have to only shoot wide. And you don't. Yeah. You're going tight. Most of the shots I took during my time in Vic Falls were, were tight mm. shots. What, like 70 to 200? 70 to 200, yeah. Mm. Um, of the abstract, of the water falling, of the, the algae-filled um, or algae-covered rocks mm-hmm. on the... On the yeah. um, bed of the waterfall with this mist and you know so you can 
in taking in that or taking that time not being focused on your photography yeah you'll notice things like this and say geez that little rocky outcrop with a bit of snow on it what's there that's that could work mm. you know not necessarily only the waterfall um so yeah that'll be my my take mm. on it i think you're yeah, very similar it's People get there, because a lot of the people who travel with us to these places come from a, a wildlife photography background. Yeah. We've changed that a little bit because of places like Namibia and Iceland. And there is that rush. Mm. It's like, oh my God, go, 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 put the tripod down, shoot, one, move. No, you calm down. Exactly. And it's the same. I said to people, just look at it for a while. What I found on the last trip is I shot almost as many images on my phone yeah. as I did on my, my camera. Cameras. Mm. And... It was almost like a thing. I'm like, okay, cool. Like you said, look at this. That's pretty cool. And then I would take the approach of, let me take a picture to send to the family. Over the phone, just, yeah. Just it, like a, 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 what would it be? Like a holiday snap. Yeah. Click. And then you look at the image on your phone and I'm like, oh shit, look at this area or this. Yes. But that starts the wide thing. Mm. And then it's like, okay, cool. And 100% would you say those, those close detail shots. I don't know if it was with you or it was the June last year. But we were at this one waterfall. We didn't do it the previous year. And I got totally obsessed with this one because it has like three layers down. Oh, it keeps yeah, going. I wasn't, and I there's this one rock and the water broke. So I'm, I'm thinking, okay, let me shoot slow. Mm. One second or whatever the case is. And then I thought, what if I dial it up? So you've got the rock as an anchor and these very sharp drops and stuff around it as an abstract. Yeah. It's phenomenal. And then, because how it would work, and I know some of the people coming with us will listen to this, is we'd get to a spot, we'd walk out all together. Mike and myself will run around, and or you could, 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 and then we rotate. You've got your own time yeah. to shoot for yourself, and I think it's a great thing to have your own space. Definitely. And then is. you come around, and I come around. And when I came around to people, they were all just on 14 mil, 16 mil, 10 mil in one instance. Mm. It's like, okay, stop. You've got 27 of those now. Pull it back. Yeah, change it up. Pull it back. There is such cool stuff to do on the 7200 range. The only difference, I think, this time around is we're probably going to take a little bit longer ones, 100, 400, because of the puffins. Yes. They're little bastards. <laughs> Fast but little buggers. Yes. It's like photographing a bullet. But yeah, it is. It's, it's getting to the place. Pan it, Jerry. Pan it. No, I, I tried. It's like a, like a, it's like a dust spot that moved. <laughs> but um, no, it's, it's how to approach these scenes. There's, there's one, and I need, we need to study up on these names and do a language course. But there's this one thing you look from the top as well. It's like a hole in the wall. Um, in Vic, uh, uh, you, you drive from Vic, but you drive back past the Black Beach for about a kilometer so and a half. Is this a, left. a waterfall you're speaking of? No, it's, it's, it's like you walk up on a cliff. Okay. And from the top of the cliff, if you're looking at the ocean, you turn to the left. Those those stack oh, ocean those stack things. Pillars, yes. You can see them in the distance, but it's it's further. What would it be? I'm just direction-wise, it would be further west. Okay. Yes, further west. And then you go up on this cliff and you look down on the ocean and then this monster rock thing, but it's like hole in the wall from, from oh, our wow. coastline. Yeah. And again, you get there and everybody in this instance, didn't go wide, they're like zooming tight on this, this like hole. hole thing. And it's like, okay, now you're going to pull back. And I think the, the skill set that you learn in Iceland of being able to look at wide and close, yeah. when you get back to, 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 to wildlife, there's a skill transfer. Definitely. I really is. believe that. Yeah, for sure. I find myself doing it with wildlife as well now. In mm. the past, it would just snap away, and if I'm lucky, I'm lucky in a sense. Um, but taking that step back and also us having to assist and deal and help our guests get their shots, mm. it also forces you, because we put cameras down, yeah. because first and foremost, we're there to assist our guests and ensure they're getting the shots sure. they want. 
And throughout that process, I, I've learned if you take that step back and just observe and look at the scene, mm. you're going to walk away with much better results yeah. than, than if you're going in flustered. Just gung-ho. And yeah, just rapid fire on that shutter. Mm. Yeah, you're not going to be happy with the results at it's, the end of the day. You see these, these, these groups at some of these. So at the main, those two we mentioned, those are quite big ones. So there's a lot of traffic in and out. The first two. Uh, the, yeah, yeah, those two waterfalls. waterfalls. It wasn't that busy when we were there in June, like we're going now. It's not as busy. Yeah. There's not as much snow and ice caves and stuff, but it doesn't make it any less good. And you see some of these people get out of the bus, not our people, because mm. we're cool. <laughs> they run up to the waterfall. You'll check their kid, like, click, click, click. They'll start going back. They'll stop once, take a picture, and they go. Yeah. And you're like, number one, you're going to get crap images. And number two, do you understand what you just ran into and away from? Mm. It's like... Holy hell, dude, look at it. Yeah. It's mad. And that's the mind-blowing thing about Iceland is you have the time to look at it. Mm. Yeah. You know, the water's not, like I said, it's not going to run dry. <laughs> Definitely not in that place. It's no. a hell of a lot of water. <laughs> We're good. It's a, yeah, it's a powerful piece of land, actually. Mm. Um, forces of nature are unreal in that place. But, it, the, yeah, the beautiful thing about it is you can just take it in. Mm. You know, just sit there and embrace and just enjoy it. It it's, is a it's, beautiful. No, I'm trying to remember when we had ours because we've got the same. We've got the same Mercedes Sprinter, the bus thing. Yes. And I, if I recall, it was very similar because when, when we were there in June. Obviously, you drive, so you, you'll leave Reykjavik. You'll. And it, it's not a far drive. I mean, you drive like four hours to the next place, but you're stopping in between. Yeah. And what we found on this, and it's it's very group specific, but I think it, it works this way, is. As you get on the bus from a waterfall, now you're going to drive, and Chris will say, oh, we've got an hour and a half to the next one, or 40 minutes. Mm. For the first 10 minutes, everyone's like talking, and what did you get? And blah, 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 blah. and then it calmed down, just and it's quiet. just this quiet driving. So then my first reaction as a guy, I'm like, oh, shit, something's wrong. <laughs> they can't be this quiet, because we shouldn't be. Then you kind of look around. Someone's lo- they're looking out the window. They've got their music on. Someone's sitting on their Lightroom. Someone's having a sleep, speaking to home. That, to me, is attractive. Very it's much. a lot of me time, if you will, and personal time, mm. where both photographically and just experience-wise, and quite honestly, sitting in that bus looking at these landscapes come past. Yeah. I mean, those landscapes are... Oh, they're beautiful. It's, it's bizarre. Yeah, there's moments where you're like, I want to stop you, I want to stop you, I want to stop mm. you. If you stop at all the places you want to stop at, you're not oh, going to get to... you're not going to reach Vic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, you need a month in Iceland. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can totally relate to that, because you look at guests who join us on our wildlife-based experiences, mm. and... At the end of it, they're like, geez, I need a holiday after this holiday. I'm exhausted mm. because it's so busy. And, and, and yeah. there's a safari in the morning, which is five, six hours. Yeah. You have a small break in the middle of the day for lunch. You're out again for four hours that afternoon. Yeah. It's dinner. It's bed. It's like, go, 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 go. Whereas in Iceland, you can actually enjoy the holiday and stay and just kind of recenter yourself and gather your thoughts and it's yeah it's a really a beautiful experience sorry i'm laughing i've just I've, I've, we've got a whatsapp message here which i'm going to try and describe Is that you, you describe it to people oh wow that's a cool shot i look happy but okay so <laughs> <laughs> who sent this judy this is krista krista okay so it's it's a it's a picture of myself <laughs> with a beanie on a thick hoodie, a wild eye buff in like 30 degree heat in Johannesburg in the wild eye office mm-hmm. because we filmed this. We were actors. Yeah. yeah. We did pretty well. I, must I thought say. so. Jeez, Oscar stuff. But it's <laughs> titled right at the top, hashtag life goals. Picture of me looking very, just, I, I look very happy. It's like I look at a pizza. <laughs> yeah. So I look like 
I look the way Jerry looks like when he looks at a pizza. Yes. Okay. And at the bottom it says, we'll just tilt it a bit. Um, find yourself someone <laughs> who looks at you the way Mike looks at Jerry. <laughs> oh my That's gosh. nasty, man. We're going to have to have words with her after this. It's funny, though. It is funny. She should have. No, no, that's we, a good picture. It is a nice picture. Yes, see. We, we should change it. Find yourself someone who looks at you the way Mike looks at a waterfall in Iceland. Mm. Yes. See now. Krista? <laughs> very funny. <laughs> we need to change that. Yeah. That is cool. Anyway, so, so going away from the memes on the WhatsApp group, the, the only thing, so, so what you say, people leave safaris and they're tired because it's early this year. Oh, it's long days. I found that in June, and this is a good thing, that you don't get much rest. There's, and this is why you need to use the time on the bus. Yeah. Because sunset is like, on the highlands it's quite different, but sunset's probably about 11.30. And then PM sunri- that is. Yeah, and then sunrise is like 1.30. Jeez. So it's never really dark. But when you get to the highland, it's even closer. It's like literally 45 minutes. Wow. So, so people use the time on the bus to travel and they're having their sleeps in between. Yeah. We, we went out one day last year is it last year yes yeah and we said okay we're going to try and photograph either the sun sun sunrise at vic okay so we're at harley yes and at the hotel and we said okay cool we go to bed at like 10 cool and we all set our alarms for like 12 30 because then it's just a quick drive yeah and i tell you what it's probably one of the most confused i've been in my life and my alarm went off i'm like what the fuck because it's, it's bright outside <laughs> Okay. You're exhausted. I wake up and I know I'm in Iceland somewhere, but I th- is it sunrise or sunset? What, are we supposed to meet outside? Should I eat something now? And we get outside. And this is the one oh, morning, and as a guide, you'll appreciate this. This is the one morning where Chris overslept. No ways. So it's myself, Martha. Um, so Chris is our local guide. Christy, yeah, sorry. Chris is our local guide. Yeah. And so the three of us are standing outside. He and them said they're not going. Okay. Cool. So we're standing outside now. It's quarter past one in the morning. You look like you've been bra- dragged backward through the Mara River. <laughs> You're like, what the hell's going on? And Chris is just... So I, I, I met, WhatsApp him, go knock on his door, which in the end was the wrong door. It was some American Oaks door. But anyway, <laughs> I phone him, nothing. Anyway, so I said to him, let's go back to bed. Next morning, I've never seen him feel so bad. Oh, no Because he says it's the first time in his career that he's ever overslept with guests. And I felt for him. So I said to the guest, guys... Just and they, they were very cool about it, but yeah. it's like, guys, just I've never had this, but buck. No, I lie, I've had it once where you wake up and you're late for game drive or something. That's a horrible, it is the experience. worst feeling in the world, anyway. So, we missed that sunrise shoot, but so that we have to do this year. We'll make well, Chris will have to, <laughs> Chris. If you listen to this, all good, buddy. No, 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 I'm done. <laughs> the one thing that we and we'll speak to the people close at the time drones, talk to me about a drone. I want one. Same. Did you, I, if you're listening, please, uh, Wild Eye Shop Triple Two at the yeah design corner. Because the, the visuals, and we looked at some of the footage earlier on, mm. the visuals from a drone point of view is mad. It is mind blowing. And, and I think if we can, let's try and take value from it photographically. If you're looking at something straight up, and then suddenly you put a drone up at the top, it changes completely. Big time. But I think it makes you think three dimensionally almost. Yeah. That it, it makes you understand that if you're in a game viewer, if you sit up or down or sideways, then it's different yes but no. we have to get drones before we go no, is definitely. the Mavic 3 out yeah yeah I saw it on B&H oh shit how much were they uh, I think for I think the fly more package was $2,900 I want to say sure I think the one where you just get your one battery mm. that was 
I think two, two. Yeah, but you need two, that fly one. more package with you. You have to. You have to. Uh, hey Siri. Uh, how much I is the DJI you. Mavic 3? <laughs> okay, I found this on the web for how much is the DJI Mavic 3. Check it out. Yeah, tell me. I want the people to hear. Um, 999 up to 2200. There we go. So, yeah. Yeah, I think the... the it's got a Hasselblad sensor. Yeah. Four thirds. So, that's the same as an Olympus camera. Camera body, yeah. Holy hell. That's good, eh? It's, I've seen some footage come off of... So actually when I was down in Durban with Matt and them, uh. the guy who does his surf photography offshore stuff or from shoreline, mm. he's got one. And image quality is insane. Yeah. Video quality is mad. And I, I want <clears> one. I and really if, if it just... <laughs> I remember taking... We have the... What do we want we have? Is Mavic the, Mini? Me, yeah, that. Yeah. And... The Wild Eye one, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the Wild Eye one has also had its, its better days because it's been into trees and thorn trees and I've mm. crashed it through shit and stuff. The but second Wild Eye one's in a river somewhere. Yeah, I, I put it there as well. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yes, that morning I was upset. Oh, my goodness. I can imagine. It was beautiful on the screen and this thing's freaked out. Gone. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, you left standing there. You're like, I want to be upset, but there's nothing I can do. Yeah. It's in the river. Getting upset is not going to make no. a difference. Um the droning is droning. Is that that must be a word? It is now. The droning. Um, our one for wild eye. I think there's something wrong with one of the propellers because if you go too high or too far, you get this warning. Something that says about uh, not temperature, but there's something wrong with the velocity of the thing, the turning, and it starts coming back. Oh, so, so it like comes home. So I was feeling very inadequate because Chris, the guide on that side, he had the Mavic Two, I think. Okay. And I was like, oh, well, I'm going to drone with him. So off he goes. This is quite fast. I put mine up and halfway, it's like, I'm going to come back. It's like, oh, damn it. <laughs> so I got nothing. Nothing last time. Actually, I lied. The one place, a little bit, but no. Yeah. You need to get drones. But if you also look at it, and I was looking at the weather conditions, because when we were down at, um, at the coast last week, yes, that cyclone was oh, right, yeah. coming through that area as well, or like the, the outskirts of it. So the winds were crazy. Mm. Weather conditions were loopy. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you think Iceland and weather conditions in Iceland, that yeah. place is... I, I'm still blown away at how strong those winds are, the rain, the, everything is just yeah. insane there. Um, but thinking of putting up a little Mavic Mini in weather conditions like that, where oh, it's super windy, God. I mean, you're going to s- like really struggle to get stable footage yeah. or even just get to where you want it to yeah. get to. Whereas if you get the bigger, stable kind of thing. more stable drone, it can fight through those conditions a bit better. It's, I think, th- and I don't know where they get these numbers, but you look at these drones and it's like, the, it can take a wind of up to 89 kilometers per hour. You think that's like borderline hurricane speed. That's crazy. Don't see this little thing doing that. Yeah. And I'm not going to test it if it's mine. No, <laughs> it's going to go not. away. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> I'll fly it like a meter high. Yeah. <laughs> but now, this is your Iceland, well, our Iceland trip. I'm meeting you there because you're doing a private. Correct. What yes. does that consist so, of? So, um, one of the guests joining, Beata, she was keen to explore and enjoy some more time in Reykjavik. Mm-hmm. prior to the tour starting stunning city hey? and oh. yeah the place is beautiful and i told her well we can arrange it you're not going for ribs without me at that rib place mm. no uh, no that wasn't a question <laughs> <laughs> or you can go but we have to go again i, I was about to say we okay. might have to just go twice yes um but yeah so beata just wanted to explore reykjavik um and we've looked into obviously photographing <clears throat> the city because it's a very picturesque area <clears throat> you can get some cool photographs out there um the fjord you can go photograph mm. and 
then there's also a lot of cool local like restaurants. The one place you mm. mentioned with the best ribs you've Ma- ever had. No, it's mad. Um, oh. There's an ice bar that we're looking into mm. to go have drinks in literally a building of ice. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to the Penis Museum? I did put that forward to Beata and she said, it looks interesting. It could be quite fun. So yeah, maybe. <laughs> it is bizarre. <laughs> yeah. I've seen, I've read things online. It looks bizarre. insane. It's, it's, um, it's like, because the most shocking thing I'll leave you to discover, I can tell you a blue whale penis is pretty big. <laughs> but the guy who started this, because they've got his little picture up there some stage, or he, it's like his voice. So at, at each exhibit of a baboon penis, whatever it is, that's the, the, the thing. And you can push a button and there's a little video and then he talks. Okay. Dude. If you heard this guy in the evening, you'd find the police. Oh, is that so? And they've got his face on. He looks like an inbred hobbit. <laughs> How did this guy decide? What? Oh, look, my dog died. I'm going to put his penis in the jaw. And Wait, let, I, 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 I'm struggling that, with it. I think it would actually be a flippin' interesting conversation to have. With him? Yes. Yes. But Weird, but flippin' interesting. But Beata, if you are listening to this, you guys have to go. It is, it's very interesting. No, it looks, yeah, it looks it. And I mean... I'm sure you can learn a thing or two. <laughs> uh, yeah. the, I mean, and the nice thing is they've got a, the, the, the curio shop is very interesting. I'll leave it at that. But then you can go and buy drinks, beer, gin and tonic, wine, or whatever, and you can have that while you walk through. Oh, okay, Which cool. adds to the fun. Yeah. The only thing there that was very worrisome for me is I went to the bathroom. So, male or female, I go in <laughs> I and... I remember these updates on Instagram. And as I turn around and I want to grab the handle to open the door, it's like this big dick. I'm like... <laughs> It looks like a dildo. I'm like, what? You, can't so you use your elbow and you like open it like this. It's very strange. But no, I can highly recommend going there. It's I, good fun. I'll definitely remind Beata to look into that and if she'd be interested because the, like the museums and yeah. the things we're going to do in town, mm. we can obviously decide on the day. Yeah. But there's certain things that we want to book like the ice bar sure. and um, the Sky Lagoon in Reykjavik. Um, go and enjoy the spa there. Um, the What's that? The one building, it's also kind of gives you everything Iceland has to offer in one building. Yes. Um, uh, Is the one closer to the, the... It's like that big round building. Yeah. Um, why? It starts with a P, that I know for sure. Uh, but yeah, going there, we'll have a, a dinner or a lunch there and explore mm. that area. Um, so, so yeah, we're just going to enjoy Reykjavik for what What you have to do is this. Hop with two Ps. Okay. So we, you don't really see them in, in winter because of the snow and stuff. Yes. But in Reykjavik... And to Monique and all those that are coming with us as well. I'm going to probably try and come in two days early to do my own thing. Yeah. And maybe stay a day after, which we both should try and do. Yes. But you get these scooters and they literally just parked in town. Like, anyway. So you log onto the app and you can see where the scooters are. Oh, wow. So it's like almost like Uber. So you can see here I'm walking and on the next corner there's two. So you get there, you link your credit card to your app. It's got a little scanny thing on it. Okay. You scan it. And then the thing turns on. And then you can drive around. It is, Christy and I had the most amazing day on these things. That sounds awesome. When you get to a shop or, or a museum, because you can do it anyway, you just turn it off and leave it there because you're active. Nobody can take it. Okay. In I South see. Africa, they'll carry it away. Yes. Not joking, not joking. But <laughs> literally, so you shop, and then after, say, 15 minutes, the thing will pop up and say, are you still using this? Otherwise, it switches off. Otherwise, you get out, you get on, and you go. Yes, that it's is epic. amazing. And that they can go. Well, flip, I've got five nights in Reykjavik prior, so mm. that might and just be so, our so way to get we around. stayed at the Foss, hey? Uh, yeah, on our first evening. So yeah. that was my prison. I don't want to talk about that. We, I think this time we're staying at the one further out. 
mm-hmm. and we took the, the the scooter things all the way from there all the way back. It is amazing. That is Hop, so cool. H O P P. So, so do you, like you had mentioned, it's it's um, it remains active if you park outside a, a museum or, or a shop, go in. So, does it charge you per hour or per however long? It's so you can you can when you get to a shop pause it, and it stays yours. Okay. But if you leave, I left it. But it's it's I mean it's not really expensive at all. Yes, that sounds. It's like duration fun. wise, and then you can also see how do these things charge though. So, whoever owns them charges them, and they just leave them everywhere. Okay. It's 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 amazing how it works. So we, I was going at one stage with Kirsty, we're going, and mine's like you got fifteen percent battery left. So we stopped on the side of the road wherever it was, un un. Linked. Unlinked as such. Yeah. Check, okay, just another block on. There's another one. Scan, go. It's amazing. Yes, I want to do They're that. really cool. That. And I mean, we went to restaurants like that. We did races up and down. And there's that one street, which is very Instagrammable. It's like this rainbow colors. Oh, yes. Up. Yeah. And there we had a whole thing. Okay, cool. So you're going to drive down to the bottom. I'm going to wait here. I'm going to video you coming past. Okay. It's such It's amazing fun. Yes, it sounds like a good time. Really cool. Yeah. Uh, so. Also, for you and I, when we were there, I found a very cool cigar shop there. Okay. Just up from the cool rib place. Ah, so not a, not a long walk. Or, or very quick scooter ride. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, I think, look, I'm psyched we can do this together again. It's going to be amazing. It is. I'll meet you there because you and BR are going up. Uh, Monique, Tessa, all of you guys will see you up there. Mm. Anybody else? We've got, call it three spots left. Yes. Yeah. So we are going to ride. Not many. No, not many. Not many. <laughs> and we're going to run a little bit of a campaign throughout March for this. Mm-hmm. Um, if anybody has any questions, get hold of us. Yeah, we'd love to have you join us in mm. probably one of the coolest places Pun you can imagine. Intended, no. Yeah, a little bit. That's cool. Yeah. It's well played, well played. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's always cool. 100%. You know, it, it's really cold in winter, but it's, it's cool. I must be <laughs> honest, I mean, in ja- when we were out with the scooters, like in town, mm. even driving fast on the scooter, I was taking jackets off. Yeah, warm. Yeah. And I think one day was like 10 or 12. So, no, it's not too oh, bad. also there's a really cool whiskey bar. They charge like a wounded buffalo, but it's very cool. It's really cool. Like an old Worth school, it. heavy wood. No, it's stunning. Let's go do that as well. Let's check it out. Maybe we should go way earlier. <laughs> Stay a week on. Exactly. No, we, exactly. We'll just tell um, Elizma it's, it's staff welfare. Yeah. Keep us there. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Me too. But, um, yeah, guys, if you have any questions on this, anything else? No. I think just my last two cents is treat yourself. Yeah. I mean, everyone I've I like spoken that. to who's visited Iceland, mm. either with us or without, yeah. have told me it's one of the coolest places they've ever been to. Mm. And these are people who travel with us to the Mara and various of our other products and they well traveled yeah. and coming from people like them saying mm. that this place is yeah. and they go back. They go back every year. The food in them and it's such an easy hop from the US across. It's it's not a yeah. a long haul flight. It's actually so true. That's actually true. From UK and US it's very it's a very it's just a quick yeah. you're in yeah. you're we we'll do the hard yards and come from far away. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so what I'd leave you all with is treat yourself. Love it. Um, guys, as always, I'll put all of our links and emails and stuff in the description. So wherever you're listening to this podcast, go and check it out. Get in touch. Um, otherwise, that's it. Nice. Thank you for Good listening. Stuff. Thank you for lending us your ears. We'll chat to you next episode. My name is Jerry. My name is Mike. We're from Wild Eye. Bye. Cheers. Bye.